airing the Addisons. Well, let me say this as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, we've got to be careful and make sure that in everything, man, we are trying to get as close to what the word says as possible. And we got to understand that with that type of wickedness, man, you know, God does not wink at that. That's judgment. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. And you don't have shades of truth. You have truth or you have error. You have fact or you have fiction. And now we go into the thick of it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Erin Addison's. On American Family Radio, thank you so much for listening. Welcome to your Friday. Congratulations to mm-hmm. everyone involved. We made it. Um, we want to thank everyone who made this possible. The Lord, first and <laughs> foremost. Amen. And um, and then anybody else who's here with us. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> it's like, and then everybody else after that. It doesn't even matter. Yeah. Um, I'm just kidding. You guys all matter, as, as we know in our culture Every today. life matter. All of them. All um, of them. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And J-Mac and Sherry B are on tap with us. And boy, do yes. we appreciate them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sherry B is going to get a little workout today because we're going to open the phone lines up um, pretty wide open. We open the phone lines on Fridays mm-hmm. and uh, we look forward to that. Our listeners look forward to that. It's an opportunity for us to talk with you a bit more and um, for you to talk to us as well and comment on anything that we've talked about throughout the week. Um, it can be light. It can be heavy. It's Friday. It's our gumbo show. We call it that because everything within reason goes in the pot. Within reason. Within you reason. You can't put no wieners in there. Uh, in the okay. gumbo. No corn. That is Don't put no corn in the gumbo. Now that is for sure. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's how you get, I, I you feel get like rejected gumbo. like that. No, you can't yeah, put um, no corn in the gumbo. I don't know. Any meat that's actually a meat can No, go you in. can't put wieners in the gumbo. I'm in time we're gonna have to have this conversation. Until the Lord returns. Debatable. <laughs> it is debatable. No. I mean, wieners. this might be this I don't know, but this might be a part of the rest that will be set in order when <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. No, not. No, I'm sorry. That's too far. Too far. I always, I, I'm never sure. I don't know. Um, you know, you know, you know, there is a, there's a part of my, um, of my church context uh-huh. that growing up, you could kind of play church a little bit. Did you guys ever play church growing up? I would never. I mean, you know. Really? We play church. No, oh, we play church. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> we play church. We we play church. We play church. Um, I was always com- a preacher. Right. Well, I can see it, Bishop. <laughs> I could clearly see how you. I mean, who else? Who else? Okay. Um. And so yeah. So no, we played church. We would you know act out what we saw you know mm-hmm. going on around us. But oh, there was man. always that moment that if you went if you went too far, yeah. you know, was, yeah. you know what I mean. It's like you better stop it. Lightning strike. Right, that's enough. Keep playing. See, won't. Man, boy, man, I am so grateful Dude. to have met the Lord. You yes. know, in spite of what some of the things were that were like rumored about Him. Right. You know, the things that I could have gone on that would have just you know really deterred me. Some you of know, it was like, being superstitious, like honestly, some of it, yeah, some of it yeah. was like, oh, you know. I remember, I remember growing up. Um, in New Orleans, you know, we have the abru- the above ground um, graveyard, like graveyards. And yeah. so, you know, I mean, it's it's kind of a, a tourist thing. Like it people is. like to come, which is I don't understand um, anyway. But, you know, growing up and this is just something that because you're you're kind of like <laughs> social engineering, you don't even really ask questions. Right. You just see people doing things and you start adopting those things <laughs> as normal. Yeah. So, for example, if you drive by these graveyards mm-hmm. then you make the sign of the cross over your heart. Right. Like, what, like why? why are we doing this? Yeah. Why so, are we doing it's this? It's just, it's yeah. superstitious, you know? And so there was, you know, you had to be quiet when there was thunder and lightning. Shh. 
<laughs> God's doing his business. Wait, what? Like, what, is, what does that mean? I don't know what you mean when uh, you say about, that. But How about when it's, when it's raining and the sun is shining? Oh, <laughs> I'm embarrassed to even say what people said was happening when it was sunny outside and it was raining. Where did that come? I don't and know look, where it came Some from. of our listeners know automatically. I don't even... <laughs> Sherry B, if, you know where it came from? If you, you know. Oh, okay, you don't know. Okay. <laughs> if you know what people said, if that yeah. was a part of the what was called old wives' tales, I don't know why it was the tale of the wife. Why wasn't it an old husband's tale? You know, don't, um, don't that's, play like that's that. called sy- systemic sexism. <laughs> okay, that's what that is, the old wives' tales. Um, but if you know what was said to have been happening um, when it was sunny outside, it was raining, we're going <laughs> to. We'll make it, you have to call and say. We're not saying. Um, <laughs> anyways, but that was another one of those yeah, things. One of those <laughs> and things, like, and as a kid, now, now here's the thing, though. Here's, here's, the, here's the bigger question. As a kid, when you heard those things, did you believe them? Did you think that they were true? Come Man. on. Don't, don't think about this in your mature gray beard season. Like, think <laughs> Think about this in your, you know, I actually I've got didn't hair know. Like, honestly, season. as a kid, I didn't know. I was like, I mean, no, I don't, you, yeah. I didn't know. I was like, I guess yeah, I did well, believe it because I didn't I question it. it. I, I didn't I say, it. like, what? Right. You didn't, you he did has not. has a wife? You like, know. Oh, stop. <laughs> now, look, you said, come on now. <laughs> Anyways, listen, you, you, and this is what we talk about with our kids all yeah. the time. We say that they are growing up in a completely different context. And what I mean by that is the way that we have actively discipled them allows for them to question almost everything. Yeah. Like yeah. to not just take things at face value. Like if someone said that to them now, mm-hmm. um, I, I, without a doubt, without yeah. a doubt, one of them would say, Oh man, is, either is that in the Bible? Right. Or Can that does not, that <laughs> where like, is what? that in scripture? <laughs> Book chapter and verse. <laughs> I would have never asked the question. I just would have been quiet no, or I, I would have just said, exactly. you know, oh, it's, you so know, praise the Lord for, for wisdom and training up our children, you know, better. And, and <laughs> praise the Lord for the drawing power of the Holy Spirit Amen. that he drew us to himself, um, even in the face of all the things we heard about him. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Man, church, church was a... a, a interesting place growing up yeah it really was like there was mm-hmm. a lot of great memories you know there was a lot of things that i just didn't understand as a child right. and I, as you get older you see that some of that stuff wasn't really you know necessary you know more, but more more tradition and less scripture yes i think exactly what, what, exactly yeah, yeah. exactly but you know i think it all has uh been used to shape yeah. you know yeah you i'm know, grateful i'm grateful for the experiences I had growing up, I'm, I'm grateful. Yes. And I know that, you know, we, we joke about this. We say that people can be churchy for no reason, or we can <laughs> say they're just oversaved, you know? Um, and, and all of those things are funny, but I am so grateful to have grown up in church. Yeah. Um, I'm grateful for my family and the context that the Lord um, yes. put me in, because we see that families are the tools that the Lord uses right. to draw us to himself. That's, that's the first line there, you know? Man. And so if you grow so up good. in a Christian family and your kids are growing up in church, then, I mean, come on, you give them a greater chance of coming to faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And, and I, you know, unfortunately, we've lost that today. I think even in some of our, um, the way we view, and we talk about this all the time, but some of the, way, the ways that we view children, there was a time where um, even if parents didn't want to come to church, 
um, there was a move to get children to church. We just understood mm. that children should come to Sunday school right. or they bus, should come bus to ministries, van, like yeah. children. Yeah. And, and maybe we need to, you know, excuse the express, expression, but maybe we need to resurrect that a little bit. Maybe we need to do more of that because of what we talk about on this program. Mm. Uh, we certainly cannot do less. I mean, that's, that's I think you do working. it, and I think uh, maybe that this was the intention as well. But you do it in hopes of uh, gaining uh, the parents as well, because yeah, you can you you yep. only have them for a certain amount of time. But if you can uh, get to the parents as well to begin to minister to them, man, that could be a household that's saved. You know? Yes. Yes. Amen. So, yeah. Amen. Yeah. I want. I want to. I was thinking about this, um, and I I wanted to get your take on this before we get to the second segment. We'll open the phone lines in the second segment. Um. I was I had a conversation with Sam Witt um, earlier this week. Okay. Um, Sam Witt had his first dentist appointment. Yes. And um, he was very very excited. He was he was in it for the balloon animals and you know right. <laughs> all of the goodies. Okay. So he had his first um, dental appointment and uh, it went well. I used my privilege. Uh, go to my friends. <laughs> <laughs> all right, people you we know privilege? love and trust. Oh. I have privilege. I use my points, and. Um, and so as we were leaving the dentist's office and just talking, um, he was very excited about his, now listen, he was very excited about his teeth brush, his teeth brush. <laughs> and I said, I said, well, I yes. said, it's actually a toothbrush. Mm -hmm. And then he repeated, he said, toothbrush. Mm -hmm. But then as I was driving, and this was just too much for me to discuss with the four-year-old, but as I was driving, I, I thought, could there be any more of a negative, like, name or way to describe this, this tool that we use in the hopes that it would preserve our teeth, but yet we call it a toothbrush? <laughs> that's, I mean, that's, like I'm not, that's not, like you're only going to have one left? Like you're only going to, I mean, I'm, I kind of feel like, well, what's the point? It's a toothbrush. <laughs> But we hope that the use of it preserves our teeth. I think Sam Witt is on to something. <laughs> I think that it is misnamed. I think it should be called a teeth brush because that's that the hope that we now, have. Though. Yeah, it yeah, does. Yeah. But but what is your hope? Is your hope that at the end of it all, you have the tooth? Just call it a mouth brush because you're supposed now, to, where you're supposed that, to help your gums and stuff too. Right. I mean. <laughs> At least I was being reasonable. Now no, you've just gone and, and you've just, a, you know, you know I, I, anyway, and your I tongue, you brush your tongue. Has it? You okay. You don't brush okay. Your okay. Of course I have right. to. I'm saying like, um, you know, so it's a, it should be called a mouth brush. <laughs> I like how you put me on the spot when people who take care of my mouth could be listening and saying, well, do you? I mean, I've got one friend who says, who will say, you're not flossing. That's 40% of your teeth. Mm, you know, that's 40. Wow. Got, 40. I've got one friend who will say, as I'm about to open, tear open a package with my teeth. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> you know, you know, yeah, right? Yeah. And it's like, okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> and then I let her walk off. No, I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. I don't, that's, that's only partly true. Um, anyway, but no, I, I really would like to that's know why yeah. we call it a toothbrush, mm. why we don't call it a teeth brush. Yeah. yeah. Because that is what we hope will happen is that mm -hmm. it will clean and protect our teeth, right? Mm -hmm. Not just the one. And hmm. then, you know, do you get to choose? You're thinking like, really which, deeply about this. I mean. I've been thinking about this, I guess, what, since Tuesday? Okay. Wednesday? I don't know. I've been thinking about it for a couple of days. 
And um, and I, I'm not enough to go back and tell Sam Witt that he can call it a teeth brush. <laughs> right. Um, but I think that he's accurate. I, I think that he is right. And and I, you know, I I don't know. Maybe I should write to like the dental association or something. They probably sure. can give you an answer. Just to know why we call it a toothbrush. Yeah. If if it started, if the person who um, invented it, which I, I learned recently that I think it was the Chinese who were the first to invent a toothbrush. Mm. Um, yeah, that they, they uh, I forget what they sewed onto some sticks and that was the some first. Some type of hair. Yes, yes. Where was it from? Uh, I don't, I don't say remember. pig hair. It was something weird. No, it was something, yeah, it was very <laughs> weird. And, and we thought, whoa, we China. didn't know that. Yes. Yeah. It can't. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, President. Um, but so so. Anyways, I I don't know that that could be a conversation. Well, no Friday. This is the day that you'd have it. So somebody should call in <laughs> and let me Friday, know why it's called a oh, toothbrush. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If let you if you have those facts, you know, please bring them. We yeah. Like, we would like to know. Yeah. Yes. All right. Before I recap, um, recap for today, mm-hmm. uh, let's remind our listeners about MFL twenty one. Yes. We are fast approaching. Um, the Marriage Family Life Conference 2021. That's right. MarriageFamilyLife.net. If you want to register, please do go to MarriageFamilyLife.net. The conference is June 24th uh, to the 26th, and we have some great speakers. You, you can see the lineup on uh, the website. Also, you can see the, the uh, conference schedules and also the topics and sessions for the youth apologetics track. And mm-hmm. so we want whole families to come, you know, uh, children 4 to 17 they can take part in the youth apologetics track. Mm-hmm. And so we have something for that age group <laughs> as well. What's so funny? I'm just thinking, I'm I'm sorry. I was thinking at that moment what they will not learn um, as a part of the youth apologetics track. They will not learn about sun and rain and what might happen <laughs> during that time. They will not They will not be shushed should there be a pitter-patter of rain on the roof. Yes. <laughs> the Lord's doing his No business. superstitions. None, no none, superstitions. None of that. Yeah, none of that. None of that. But, uh, Anyways, I'm sorry. Yeah, go, go to marriagefamilylife.net. And I just want to let you know, uh, you can email Addison's at AFR.net. Uh, if you're a family that would like to come, you say, like, ah, I don't know if we can make it, maybe for financial uh, reasons, uh, just send us an email. We can we can talk about this uh, if you really would like to come. And so Addison's at AFR.net. But go to marriagefamilylife.net to register. All right, um, we can get some phone lines uh, queued up, 888-589-8840, 888-589-8840. When we get back, I'll recap the week just to kind of help you out. But you can comment on anything we've talked about thus far, um, 888-589-8840. Aaron the Addison's American Family Radio. We'll be right back. I just want to go. Tell 
tell me, have you ever seen her? She's sick with a disease, and it's really trying to beat her. It's taking all the strength, she knows that it can't defeat her. Cause she gon' be with Jesus, she's more than just a dreamer. Her peace and her joy, man, they really ain't gone. It's all because she knows Earth really ain't home. And even when she's Welcome by yourself, she's really Addison's not alone. on American Family Radio. It's the Friday edition. We try to do just a little bit of a lighter show, laugh a little bit, share a little bit. But in the event that we have to toggle back to something we talked about that's a little bit weightier, that is okay. We will accommodate. We will talk with you about those things. Uh, we do open the phone lines uh, wide open, open mm-hmm. them wide, so that you can call and we can talk to you a lot more than we normally do. Um, anyways, I'm Miki. And I'm Will, and that's Triple E with Take Me There. Uh, J-Mac and Sherry B are on tap with us, and we appreciate them. We have gotten your calls queued up at 888-589-8840 before we go to our first caller. Just real quick, real quick jog through the week. On Monday, we talked about the stimulus, Brother Stimmy, <laughs> as some people affectionately refer to it. Joy Pullman of The Federalist joined us to talk about how that money might be used so that you are not taken hostage by the government. Uh, on Tuesday, we talked the very serious topic of human trafficking. Uh, Ann Reed and Hannah Harrison joined us for that. On Wednesday, Mark and Amy Warren, directors of the um, 13 to 17-year-old age group for the Youth Apologetics Track, MFL 21. Mm-hmm. We talked about what that's going to look like, um, what they have planned for your youth should you attend. And then on yesterday, a people without God, culture's mm-hmm. experiment, a people without God, Cultures experiment. So you can talk about any of those things if you want or none of those things at all. Um, we will try to jog with you. 888-589-8840. Will the Great, where do we go first? All right, let's go to Diane in Mississippi. Hi, Diane. Hello. 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 How are you today? Good, Great. good. Well, I have the um, origin of the definition the devil's beating his wife. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, Diane, go right ahead. <laughs> because yeah. I've heard it all my life. Um, it says, the first recorded use of this phrase was in 1703 in a wow. French play. To go and thrash him round the churchyard as the devil does his wife in rainy weather when the sun shines. Oh, wow. my goodness. <laughs> Then years later, a writer, Jonathan Swift, used it in 1738 in the quote, the devil was beating his wife behind the door with a shoulder of mutton. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. There you go. Wow. So so what? I'm a word person, so Uh you really got me with that one. (laughs) Well, let me just tell you. Thank you. And the teeth brush, too. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. I have a real hang up about the words when people say raw cookie dough. Dough mm. is raw, so that's <gasps> redundant. <laughs> oh my goodness, you're right. You you're are right. right. So I love now, you, Mickey, for being a word person. <laughs> okay, yes, thank you, but now but Diane, thank you so much. Now here let me say this though. <clears throat> um so you know, somebody pointed out to me, similar mm-hmm. to the raw cookie dough, which I say, not after this point, though. Thank you, Diane. <laughs> um, so that's so interesting. It's it's true. Dough. Yes, that's true. Okay. So somebody else said the same thing to me, but they phrased it um, as a question. So I said something about the hot water heater. And they said, um, 
or he said, as opposed to the cold water heater. <laughs> so like if it's a water heater, uh-huh. that's, I mean, it's, oh, yeah. it's going to be hot, hot right? Water. Yeah, for hot water. Yeah, yeah, so I don't know. I still feel like that's just what I should say, though, the hot water heater. Because that's what's always been said. That's I haven't heard I hear any, any other way. Yeah. yeah. So so just to make sure that our listeners um, understand. So the question was, what is historically <laughs> taught to some people, um, this old wives tale, if you will, of when it's sunny outside and it's raining? Well, when I was growing up, people said the devil was beating his wife. Yeah. And as a kid, you don't realize that you <laughs> believe that like you, you know what I'm saying? Like you actually take that. Now, now, let me say this just in my mama's defense, in case she's listening. <laughs> My mama did not say that to I'm me. I'm about to say, well, did you say that? No, okay. no. And let me say it the way my mama would say it to you. No, baby. <laughs> no. My mom, everybody's baby in New Orleans. It doesn't mean what you think it means. It's right. just, it's, okay. Right. Um, I had to remind my mom when she traveled outside of New Orleans. People yes. don't understand that, they mama. Don't, they don't they get don't. it. Okay. Anyways, so, so that comes from a, a French play in 1703. Isn't that something? That's amazing. I, well, that would make haven't. sense. The French brought that to Louisiana, I guess, and everywhere else. But Diana's yeah. in Mississippi. I don't know. Anyways, I don't. Maybe that's. I think it's. I think, I think it's all over the place. I think that's a common. Yeah. Very interesting, yeah. Diane. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. Will the great. Where do we go next? All right, let's go to Scott in Louisiana. Hi, Scott. Hey guys. Hello. Hello. How you guys doing? Good, good. Good. Hey, I I can't believe I'm actually on the phone with the dynamic duo of muscular Christianity. <laughs> wow. Uh, wait, is that this show? You just blended two shows, <laughs> Yeah. 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 This show, this show and the one at one o'clock. But anyway, okay. uh, <laughs> I listen, I listen to you guys most days and I, I had an answer. I didn't have all that Diane had. Uh, she did a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I was born and raised in South. I'm in Youngsville right now. Oh, born and raised in South that. Louisiana. Yeah. And I always wondered why we had to do the sign of the cross. I could kind of get it in church, I guess. It was what we did in church. But mm-hmm. every time we passed in front of the church, you know. Huh. Yeah. And I'm a born-again Protestant, I guess, for almost 18 years, I guess. And so now, I, it's, I, my arm at times still wants to go up to the sign of the cross. <laughs> I mean, because I <laughs> and uh but 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 anyway i i i'm i also want to tell you guys how much i really appreciate Mickey, especially the way you dive into topics mm-hmm. that are um scripture where we should be applying to our lives i, I don't mm-hmm. always our lives i don't always feel like we get that in church wow oh, um wow. where you, you get the you get the um you know, you get the reading, maybe you get you get the scripture, you get the maybe understanding and the breakdown of what it meant back then. But then I'm I'm waiting. It's like I'm on the edge of my like, okay, well, how today? How does mm. it apply mm. right now? You know, yeah. I mean, sometimes that's difficult. Yeah. But in the in this uh, contemporary world that we live in, and yeah. you guys do an awesome job of breaking that down, and I just really, really. Really appreciate what y'all do. Thanks a lot. Aww, thank you so thank much, you Scott. Thank you so much, Scott. I appreciate that encouragement. We are blessed to be able to do what it is that we feel compelled to do every single day. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much for appreciating that. Um, try to keep that arm in check as you drive. <laughs> <laughs> he said my arm still kind of wants to go. Um, thank you, Scott. We appreciate you. Will the Great, where do we go next? All right, let's go to Audrey in Texas. Hi, Audrey. Hey, Scott. Hey, sorry, Scott. That was previous caller. Hey, Will and Nikki. Um, I listen to y'all every day. <laughs> uh, I'm a mail carrier in Texas, so my 
radio stays on AFR, and 2 o'clock is by far my favorite hour. Um, oh, I just want to say, Lord. Miki, you keep me accountable, even though you're in Mississippi and I'm in Texas. And, Will, I just want to say the classic Southern phrase, bless your poor little heart. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> That is actually a grammatical thing. It's when you have a countable noun followed by a verb. The countable noun is always singular, much like fish tank or snake pit or matchbox. Obviously, a snake pit's going to have more than one snake. A fish tank's going to have more than one fish. And a matchbox is going to have more than one match. But grammatically, if you have a countable noun followed by a verb, the noun is always singular. Ooh, Come right. on, Audrey! Look, I wish, bars. I wish this is this is where I wish there was a camera. My mouth is just like, come on! Like, take me to school. That's right. Yes, and and actually, I enjoy that so much. That is a, that, so. That's one of those things wow. that I'm going to take from you, Audrey. Thank mm-hmm. you for that. I'm gonna take one. Of, I'm gonna take that, and I'm gonna look into it further, and then I'm gonna talk to the kids about it. So mm-hmm. you've just given me something to kind of wow them with like to ask this question. So I'm glad I didn't ask them this before I asked <laughs> you guys on the air because you could teach me. And they're not and listening right now, them. so they don't know. No, no. Well, I hope. I mean, who, who knows what your kids are doing? Um, anyway, Audrey, thank you. Thank you. Brilliant. I appreciate that. Well, the great. Awesome. Where do we go next? All right. Let's go to John in Texas. Hi, John. Say hello there. Um, this is John, and I'm uh, one of them 73-year-old pawpaws. All right. Uh, the thing I the thing I used to look forward to most is going to camp June first every year with 250 kids. Mm. So I guess that's what keeps me crazy, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> that's uh, awesome. I mean, we live for it. I got to go 11 years in a row before I had to miss. Uh, but the main thing I'm calling y'all about, uh, I've been playing with frozen pipes here in my house, mm. and I'm winning very slowly, <laughs> but I'm winning. Yeah. Wow. But God I just bless you. Uh, I had something on my heart I wanted to tell you. Uh, first off, when y'all go go to church, y'all get to go in the same car. Or y'all have to go in separate vehicles half the time. No, we go right the, now. We go, we go in the, the same, same car. car. We haven't. Yeah. Okay. Does everyone get to see you jump out and open the door for your wife? No, they don't get to see oh, that because we're there first. They don't. We, they don't <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I think he needs the kids, I know, dear. I know. I know. Oh yeah, nice uh, deflection. You know, let me say something, John. Well, let me just say real yes. quick, because I this is this yeah. is a great point. You know, we have actually talked about this before we started having kids. Will opened the door for me every single time without yes, fail. He did. As soon as Mariah <laughs> came into the picture, he opened the door for her and he would take that carrier out and lug her everywhere we went. That was a service and, to you, Mickey. No, now, and look, and I received that. My hands are in the air. I received <laughs> look because the carrier and the child, they're very heavy. But, you know, it's, we've talked okay. about this, how that changed after mm-hmm. we started having kids. But anyway, go ahead, John. I didn't mean to derail your conversation. Okay. Well, that's what I, I just I want to congratulate y'all because I had a picture of him doing that, even with your kids, mm-hmm. because oh. of uh, you're able to do a one-hour show together yes. every day, and you're still married. Happily. <laughs> okay. Yes. That, that's, that's, uh, that's a big deal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I yeah. had some people in my church in my senior class Want to know why do I jump out and open the door for my wife? I said, well, I got to be married 41 years to her before the lupus got her, and uh, I was a very happy guy. Wow. Amen. Anyway, that's that's what I see in y'all, and I want you to ask to consider the two of you. Y'all listened to the champion two or three times uh, this weekend, 
and see if you don't think you should start using it in your show some. I tried to get any of the talking heads before the election to listen to this song and play it, you know, before they open their shows. Okay. Uh, there's there's more wisdom in that one song, America Again, than we can find in two or three Bible lessons. Mm. So that's all I was doing. I just want to congratulate you on your great marriage and uh, uh, <clears throat> think about playing this song some. Okay, well, God you, bless John. you, John. Thank you so much. I'm it's sorry um, to hear about the loss of your wife. 41 years married. What a what a testimony. Yes. Okay, Sherry's telling us that's Carmen. Carmen, um, okay. Carmen is with the Lord now. Yes. Carmen is with the Lord. Wow, okay. Um, John, thank you so much for that. You know, it's, it's funny, though, because um, that was, I would say that did characterize our marriage uh, yeah. before we started having kids. Like, you would do it, and it wasn't even a... It wasn't even a question. I don't even know. I I think it started to become a habit. It's just what you did. Yeah. Um. But as soon as we started having kids, so maybe I need to open your door, then get the carriage, then I mean, go around. The yeah, that's I mean, yeah, uh, the carriage <laughs> thing. Because I'm going to tell you, man, that's my love language is when you had to pick up. 22 plus pounds and the car seat. <laughs> what, what is that? I mean, I let's know. look, watch this. That's Let me a, round it. That's 30 pounds at least. <laughs> 30 uh, pounds. Yeah. The kid is ready I'm, to put in job applications. I'm he's, dead weight. I mean, he, he's not trying to help oh, me. Oh, no. He doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, but it's all good. <laughs> oh, it may be time to post a picture so people can count his chins. <laughs> he is blessed. All right. Um, anyways, John, thank you so much for that encouragement. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. Will the Great, can we squeeze in one more before the Let's break? Let's try it. Let's try to go to Mike in Louisiana. Hi, Mike. Hey, guys. Scott from Louisiana. Nailed it on, nailed it on the head, the, mm-hmm. the dynamic duo. Oh, thank but, you. But uh, I wanted to uh, just... About two months ago, Nikki, you made a comment about being ready to plant your cross and be ready to climb up on it at any moment. And from hearing that from you, and has made a, a has changed my paradigm, has wow. changed the way I look at certain things in my life. And I appreciate that from you guys. That's all I got. Oh, oh thank amen. You, Mike. Glory to God. Wow. Glory God. to God. You know, any encouragement. Wow. Any challenge that produces any long-term, uh, lasting, eternal fruit in the lives of our listeners, all glory to God. Mm. And and sincerely, that is what we mean, all glory to God. So Amen. thank you for sharing that, Brother Mike. We appreciate it. Well, the great, maybe we can squeeze in one more. Yeah, let's go to Michael in Texas. Hi, Michael. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, thank Michael. Thank you for taking my call. Mm-hmm. Howdy. Thank you for taking my call. Hello. Uh, yeah, I would just, hi. Just want to. Uh, just wanted to uh, encourage y'all. Uh, y'all are a blessing in my life. I, uh, I'm i a plumber, mm-hmm. and I, I usually don't call, but I was kind of led to because uh, when she said the hot water heater, that, that kind of <laughs> struck me. And I had been I had been thinking about uh, my daughter not going to church as much as she used to. She was in a church program called Awana. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah. You know, it was, it was uh, filling my heart with joy that she was going. So, I, you know, that children in church has been, uh, you know, on my mind is because I know the COVID has changed some of the, the, the church family's, uh, attendance or mm-hmm. desiring to go. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so, yeah, I just, I, I just wanted to say thank you for all your good work that the, you know, Lord gives you to do. I think y'all mm-hmm. do a good job, you know, until y'all talked about it. I didn't know about TikTok. Mm. Uh, I believe it's called. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> I said, uh, 
do you know about TikTok? And of course, she'd been on it for weeks. And, you know, of course, this was a year or so ago. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to say thank y'all so much for everything you do. And, and you know, you are a godsend. And uh, whenever y'all were talking, I was trying to figure out what to talk about. But that was really the thing that, you know, uh, having Michael. children back in church, you know, uh, what, we we yeah, got to grab go this to break, break, Michael. I'm so sorry. You, I just want to say thank you so much for calling. We'll grab this quick break and be right back. Stay there. Welcome to Friday. Um, This is Aaron the Addisons on American Mm -hmm. Family Radio. Thank you so much for listening all week long and um, patiently waiting for this long form call in show. Like Fridays, (laughs) you know, we get to talk a little bit more and we're glad about that. I'm Miki. And I'm Will, and that's uh, Angels KB featuring Flame. Jay Mack and Sherry B on tap. Audrey said, Bless your sweet little heart or poor little heart. Which one? Uh, Poor. She said, said Poor. Uh, you know, I'm trying to decide how to take that. Uh, no. uh, poor in spirit. <laughs> poor in spirit. Whatever. Always go. I, I'm okay, going to say blessed all the poor. Okay, good. Yeah. Yes, you you yes. see what I'm saying there? Thank always you, go poor in spirit. Yeah, there you go. It's just, so it was a compliment. It was a blessing to you. And then she dropped knowledge. So, oh, man. I mean, you know yeah, you know bars. what I mean? So you can take it. it yes. It's okay. Um, where do we go now? All right. Let's go to CJ in Louisiana. Hi, CJ. Hello. Hello. How is everybody doing? Good. Good. Hello. Hello. All right. It's it's great to get it to be able to to speak with you. Um, you are a blessing to me, and I oh, pray that the Lord will bless you with many, many more years of marriage and many, many years more of giving out the truth to people everywhere. In mm. Jesus' name. In Jesus Amen. name. Amen. Thank Amen. you. I appreciate yes. that. Uh, you're welcome. But I I was listening. I, I do have a couple of things to say. But when you talked about the caller named Audrey and the, and the little thing that she said to you, it reminded me of what my mom used to say. She went home to be with the Lord mm. in 2016. Mm. But anyway, when somebody would ask her how old she was, she would always tell them, "Well, I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm as old as my tongue, and a little bit older than my teeth." Wait. I'm as old as my When we come here, we have a oh. tongue. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm as old as I'm my as tongue, as my and tongue. a little bit older than my teeth. That's true. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, that's so good. <laughs> Although the teeth are in there, but you know. Uh, but we're not going to get technical. Yeah. That's <laughs> all right. I like that. That's really sweet. I can see Timmy when I hear that. Yes, very good. <laughs> I like that. I like that. That's awesome. But, but I, I, wa- I wanted to answer. Uh, one of one of the old wives tale that you were talking about, but somebody answered it. Okay. But I think it was slightly different from the way my grandmother used to tell it to me. Uh-oh. She said that the, that the devil was beating his wife for burning his toast. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, okay, I never heard that one. You see, oh, wow. you see I just you know. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. Wow. Okay, CJ. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, go ahead. I want to say this. There's a lot of things that, that you have said that has got me to thinking about things. And it also took me all the way back to about 2000, 
and four when I was listening to Sister Sister Francis Swagger's program. She made mm. a statement and it stopped me in my tracks. She said that most people take what they hear at face value and never check it out. Mm. I said, Wow, mm. that is so true because mm. I was one of those people. Mm. Well from that point on Things that I would hear, I would begin to check it out. Mm-hmm. The first thing that jumped into my mind is why do people say, God bless you when someone sneezes? Well, we had been raised that way. Mm-hmm. But I started to look at it, and it had something to do with when a superstition that when you, when you sneeze, people thought that you died at that moment. So they would say, God bless you, so, so that you wouldn't mm-hmm. die. Mm-hmm. Wow. 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 Yeah, yeah I've... That's so interesting. I've heard all kinds of things around that. And yeah. so I'm, you know, you wonder, thank you, CJ. Mm, should, you know, should we, should we stop saying that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Now that we know better, I mean, you know, I've heard people say, Oh, you? it's because no. your heart stops when you sneeze. Like I've heard it, that as a, well, you know, and I mean, I don't know, but now I feel like it's a, it's a thing of like being polite. Like if, yeah, sneezes, I think it's, it's yeah, like a, that's what it's turned you know, into. Like almost like manners to say, Hey, you yes, know, yes. And God, if you God don't, you. have you, have you been around the, the person that if you don't say it, they say, oh, God bless me. <laughs> you know you've been I, yeah. around them. And might be your mama. I'm just kidding, oh, mom. Wait, wait. Just, mom. I'm just kidding, mom. I'm kidding. Mom. Wow. Mom, come on. All right. Your mom's like, he said not peace but a sword. Just kidding. Just kidding, mom. We're, we're together oh, on this. Goodness. All right. Where do we go? All right. Let's go it to Alicia. comes back to your mom. Where do we go? Alicia in Indiana. Hi, Alicia. Hey, how are you guys doing? Doing good. Good. So um, just two things. One, the sun and the rain thing. My dad used to tell me when I was a little girl, had nothing to do with what you guys said, is that um, an old wives' tale, more like an almanac thing, that it was going to rain the ne- same time the next day. Oh, so, that's much cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, yeah, I, yeah, no problem. <laughs> My main reason for calling is the other day you guys were um, uh, talking about um, the sex trafficking, and you were mm-hmm. talking about it being in the church, and why nobody wants to address it. Mm-hmm. And the Lord really like impressed upon me the one thing that, you know, we were going to like a Bible-believing church where the preacher, like, he just preached the house down and the altars were lined. Wow. But on the backside, him and his wife both believed that they manipulated the scripture that said the marriage bed is undefiled. And mm. as long as it's consensual, then it's okay. Oh, and no. it's, wow. And that in of itself, if you think about like how people believe that, if they mm-hmm. really believe it, and then you combine it with the whole once saved, always saved, and forgetting the scriptures that say don't keep sinning, you can see how people justify it in their minds. Oh, the marriage bed's undefiled. Mm. If my husband says, this is okay, and I say, this is okay, then it's all good. Mm. Let's do it. But they don't understand what it does. Because my husband used to have this huge problem with it growing up. I mean, like magazines and everything. Mm -hmm. And me, when we've been married for 20 years, and not even realizing that that it was a problem until we were married for probably about 12 years. Mm. And he still like has problems with that. And now dealing with our teenage boys, cause we're, mm. we're about the same wow. age as you all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And our kids are about the same age as y'all and dealing with that with them. And 
just watching commercials on TV mm-hmm. and then like training them to like turn your head, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and, and, and teaching them the whole things of, of all of that. And it's funny, you guys were talking yesterday too about, um, I think it was yesterday about kids that have that mindset of it's all relative. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. wanted to call in last week. You guys had, you guys were talking about that whole, it's all relative. I, brought up this, um, I was in a Bible study and we got to pick our own topics and then we kind of dispersed those topics throughout the year. And my topic was, and everybody thought it was like superfluous and nobody, that it was kind of stupid. And my question was, is there such thing as absolute truth or is it all relative? And that blew up the whole thing. And we talked Hmm. for like six hours on that one topic and my son, like, even though he's always been homeschooled, he said something very similar to me, like, oh, well, that's not what it means to me. And I'm like, I don't care oh. if that's what it means to you. Yes. There's the truth. Mm-hmm. And then there's a lie that you want to believe and tell yourself. Mm. Come on. Come on. That's right. Man, Man I'm, I'm telling you. Look, I commend you. There's wow. so much that you said in that, Alicia. I'm, I'm, yeah. let, me, let me address just a, maybe a couple things here real quick. Um, <clears throat> first thing when we talk about um, trafficking and we talk about um, what I think is great irresponsibility on the part of teachers and pastors in the church, uh, training the people of God to study the word of God and from there derive the conviction of God, not just based on people's commentary, right? Not just based on what someone takes and says, Oh, well, I think it means this. And then establishing a doctrine or a practice around that. So, so that's a big problem. And I think you kind of touched on that when you were referring to this pastor and wife couple. Mm. Um, the other thing, and I think that this is so important in a marriage that you remember that you and your husband are not that you, Alicia, but that wives remember, right? That we are friends with our husband. So we are in a marital relationship but it doesn't mean that once you get married, you're no longer friends, right? right? Like, like Will is my best friend. He's the person that I want to travel to, with, that I want to talk to, that I, if, if he's not in the room, I don't know, it just doesn't feel right. <laughs> like, it just feels like something's kind of just a little bit like, you know, not as it should be. But somehow we have changed that. We, you know, we get married and then they just become, you know, mm-hmm. you know, like it's just... And so what, what am I saying? I'm saying that when your husband is your friend, that means that at a heart level you connect, but that also means relationally you have this type of um, interaction with one another where you can ask one another the tough questions, where mm-hmm. you can say to your husband and the husband can say to his wife, how are you doing? Yeah. Amen. How is, how is your thought life? Yep. How 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 are you as far as purity is concerned? And this should not be something that triggers like a, what are you saying, woman? What are you asking me about? You know what I mean? It's like, you better put my steak down. You know, like it shouldn't be one of those things. Right. And then the wife shouldn't excuse these stereotypes, by the way, but just for the sake of your entertainment, the wife, when asked the question, shouldn't be like, oh, I, 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 how could you even think that? Like, these are the things that sort of like become the barriers mm. that exist between us when the Lord has blessed us with this, this union that sanctifies us. Yeah. Right. Like I should be able to ask, Will, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. How's, how's your thought life? Like, 
um, are there any areas that you're struggling with? How can I pray for you? Mm -hmm. And he should be able to ask me the same thing. And it's not for us to rattle off a list of our demands, but it's really for us to engage in the same kind of accountability that we'd engage with, uh, engage in with anybody else as a member of the body of Christ. Right. Excuse me, but deeper, but deeper. Yeah. Last thing I'll say, and then we'll move on because I know we got more calls holding. Um, your son, Alicia, that's brilliant. That's what we must do with our children. Too often, parents are willing to make themselves the final authority because it serves their need in that moment. Mm. It feels really good to a parent in that moment to be the final authority and that your kid does what you say because you're the parent and you're the smartest person in the room. I highly, highly, highly recommend to parents all the time, every day, twice on Sundays, resist the urge to do that. There is something that makes us feel bigger and grander when we do stuff like that. We're Mm -hmm. like, we're the source for our kids. But what you must always do is make the word of God the source for your kids. So I've said this before and I'll say it again. Even when you know the answer to a question, when you can answer the question by just rattling off what you know to be true of God, you will serve your kids better and make them more independent when, as they grow up. I don't mean from God. I mean from you, right? That they will depend on God and not you mm-hmm. by directing them to the scriptures. You will say, you know, the Bible has something to say about this. And then you will say another time, the Bible has something to say about this. And you will keep saying it until before you even respond, your kid will say, I know the Bible has something to say about this. And you will say, bingo. Yeah. Why are you doing that? Because you're discipling your kids and discipling does not mean that you make the person dependent on you. Mm. You want the person to be dependent on the Lord. And the same is true for our children. Well, the great, where do we go? All right, let's go to uh, Lynn in Arkansas. Hi, Lynn. Hi. Yeah, Hello. I was just going to say, um, when you the day you were talking about Beth Moore, I couldn't call in. But um, Beth Moore at one time uh, recommended this uh, person named Brother Lawrence. And I wondered if you know anything about him. I know that he, I think he was some kind of monk or something. And she was on YouTube praying with him one time. And I'm wondering if that's hmm. when she kind of veered off hmm. when she started um, being connected. That hmm. does not yeah, ring a bell for me. I Thank feel you, like I've heard that name yeah, before. But I thought it was somebody um, older, like somebody that <laughs> in church history or something. I, I didn't know yeah, it was a recent. But then you threw me off, though, when you said praying with him. Yeah, I, yeah um, I'm not sure. I th- yeah, I don't I don't know about that. I don't know. I, I would say that where um, most people who take issue with uh, Beth Moore have taken issue with her, it's it's been um, sort of what appears to be a loosening of her handle or her grip on Scripture. Yeah. And I think whenever a person starts to loosen their grip on Scripture, we are right to distance ourselves from that. Right. Um, we're right to be critical and we're right to scrutinize because remember we ourselves are also readers of this book that a person uh, would be teaching. So I'm not sure about the uh, brother Lawrence reference. um, So I, I won't speak too much on that uh, Lynn. Okay. Well, the great, let's try to squeeze in one more call. All right, let's go to Benjamin in Texas. Hi, Benjamin. Hi. Hi, Will and Mickey. How are y'all doing today? Good. 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 Hey, I just wanted to comment on the toothbrush deal. Okay. Yes. The, re- 
The reason why it's called toothbrush is it was made in Mississippi, and if it was made in <laughs> oh, else, it would be called a toothbrush. Wow! <laughs> wow! Okay. You know, you know what? You know what? I got a direct message <laughs> during this show. I won't say the name of this brother who direct messaged and said that it's because it was made in Arkansas. And I just thought, man. And then online, I saw someone said because it was made in Kentucky. So (laughs) any state can get in line, Texas, and you can get this, okay? Anybody can be made fun of, Benjamin. (laughs) Benjamin. I'm from Louisiana, so. I know, and New Orleans, which that's a different nation as well. (laughs) All right, we're out of time. Thank you so much for listening all week. Mm -hmm. If the Lord wills, we'll be back with you on Monday. Until then. God bless.